Are we going to do the intro again? Yeah. <laughs> well, intro. Like literally, I already know that this is going to be one of the most unhinged episodes <laughs> so far. This is probably going to top the one with Camille. Because I already had like a lot, a lot to do. And um, love it. By the fact that we have two open bottles of, but granted, one of no seco and one one is wine. But this is going to be a good the episode. The energy is there. The energy is there. The energy is there, but also mm-hmm. the fails were already there. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that, oh my God. Okay. I feel like we should get into it. Um, the fact that we came into this room and all the equipment didn't work. And we're like freaking out. <laughs> but you know what? It's like, that is, oh. I hate myself with this. It brought us close. No, it brought us very close. <laughs> and you know, I always say we should never say like, I am stupid or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, because you're not the feeling. But I was stupid. I was acting <laughs> stupid because I forgot that I booked this room from eight to 10. And we rocked up at night at seven. <laughs> <laughs> called like literally chatted up these guys that were going to the recording room next to us and then also called the hotline complaining that it didn't work <laughs> it's not working what is wrong with you guys you guys your equipment say that. never works <laughs> fuck you <laughs> it's like miss you booked yourself in at, at 8 p.m uh, it is currently 709 uh, like, honest mistake honest mistake but now it we're happens here to the best of us Exactly. And we are the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Before we, okay. Uh, let's. <laughs> that was the song, the last song that was being played at my birthday. Really? This is simply the best. And I had like six gorgeous girls serenading me with that song <laughs> while some creepy old dude was like oh, standing. Oh, oh, horrible. Okay. Before that. we, okay. Before we go on, uh, let's hit the intro music. to another episode of Asking for a Friend. My name is Elena and I'm your host as always. And on Asking for a Friend, we ask and answer the questions we sometimes too afraid to ask. And today I have two incredible women with me. They're two of my amazing friends, Irene and Helen. You're going to get to know them in a second. We have a little bit, we're doing it very differently today. So we're going to do Have You Heard That Together. That's mental. It's probably going to bleed into the topic for today, which is, is my sex life boring? And I'm so excited to get into this topic and uh before we start um let's head into the intro to my both lovely guests let's go okay you guys i'm so excited to introduce my guest for today this is I wanted this to be a gals episode. I wanted this to be like sitting on a couch, having like a glass of wine, in my case, uh, non-alcoholic Prosecco, so non-secco. But enough about me. Today I'm here with Irene and Helen. So welcome to Asking for a Friend, you guys. Hello. Thank you for having us. Yes. Thanks for having us. Oh my God. I'm so excited (laughs) to be here. I'm really excited for that we could, as we already said, just like go through this together. Through this absolute process. (laughs) The journey. (laughs) The crazy journey. The crazy journey. Yeah. And we already, there was so much innuendo already. Mm. Um, (laughs) Helen was just sitting in front of her mic. Like I was like, I told her like, you need to go closer. Like we cannot hear you. And it's like, it, it looked, you can, you can like the mics are. (laughs) How many inches are those? Phallic. (laughs) Phallic. 
at least seven inches. <laughs> That's, by the way, the conversation that I had about my birthday cake, where I was like, I was sitting on the tube with my friend and we were talking like, yeah, how much is eight inches? <laughs> we're like, we're like, she's just like, well, um, I always remember like seven inches like this or so eight inches. And then people kept looking at us and we were like, we're talking about cake. It's about cake. That doesn't help. If <laughs> <laughs> anything made it worse. It probably sure. did. It probably did. But yes, um, would you like to introduce yourself? Irene, let's start with you. Who are you? What's Who am I? Who are you? I know this is a big question, but like what? Tell us a little bit about Irene. Hmm. Hello. Uh, my name is Irene. Um, I work as a psychotherapist. I live in London. I met this lovely lady a couple of weeks ago and we vibed. That's insane to me still. It's so insane. I feel like I've known you for at least two and a half months. That's, that's <laughs> really specific, but I take it. <laughs> okay, um, Irene, I'm going to go all in directly before we go on to Helen. Who's your celebrity hall pass? Yes, please. My hall pass is Paul Maskell. <gasps> and I don't think I have to explain why. <laughs> Can I cut throb? Oh, he is. Have mm-hmm. you heard about the rumor? I have. <laughs> I do not believe a single word of that. He's a loyal, kind soul. Okay. Do you, you want to run it? away? <laughs> do you want to get into it? Like what, what the rumor is? Go for it. I have not mentioned it on the podcast well, it is yet. The rumor. I don't know the rumor. Okay. Uh, so actually I had a dream about this. I dreamt that I went to my nail salon and two women were talking about this. And then the next day my flatmate was like, Have you heard about Paul Mescal? I was like, No. Um Basically, the rumor is that when Paul Mescal was, um, so he was in a show in London and he was staying in London. And Does apparently, he not live in London? I have no idea. Okay, fair. I, I should know yeah. the level of stalkery that goes on. Um, <laughs> but anyway, apparently he would pick up girls and then uh, sleep with them. And then the next morning he would take them out on a walk in the park and midway through the walk, he would run off. <laughs> No, <laughs> and I, and I it's hope wild. This is true. I so hope this oh, yes. is true. I kind of like not for them, but yes. <laughs> and I, I might try this. <clears throat> Just go like this sleepover at a guy's place, and then we're like, "Shall we go for a walk?" And it's like, Zoom. <laughs> and by the way, um, not to like, not to like s- spoiler anything about you, but um, that would be great training for your half marathon. <laughs> That's how I will trade for <laughs> Pick up dudes and then run away. <laughs> they will all be like, and I just imagine that like at, at one point it's like a group of friends and they all meet in a pub and they're like, oh my God, like I had this date with a girl and then she ran away. And then two other girls, two other guys from the group are going to be like, oh my God, was what was her name? Helen. Oh my God. She ran away from us. Vigilante. I love that. She pulled a pole mask off. Oh my God. <laughs> Naming it, coining it. But uh, Helen, to you, who are you? Introduce yourself to the lovely listeners to Asking for a Friend. Hello, I'm Helen. I'm originally from Brazil. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I work in music, uh, but mostly tech now, music tech. And yeah, I live in London too. (laughs) And I met Elena in a music social event. Where we found out that we were living on the same street. That was wild. And it was, yeah, 
that's how it brought us closer. And then yeah. we... Just the sheer, prox- sheer proximity. <laughs> yeah. What brought us close is sheer proximity. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd never meet up. <laughs> no, but really, like we went to Amplify Her, mm-hmm. the event. And um, it was, I think... I was like, oh, I think I'm going to go home because it was getting late. And then I was like, hey, where do you need to go? And she's like, oh, yeah, I need, um, I need to go to Clapton. I was like, me too. <laughs> By the way, I don't live there anymore. But I was like, uh, <laughs> <I do>. but, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we won't specify it. So basically then we were like, we're like, oh, what what street do you live? It's like, and we are literally on the same street. And we're just like, <laughs> we're just like two minutes away from each other. How wild. Like, right? what are the odds? Yeah. It was destiny. Destiny. <laughs> Absolutely. Which brought us all to this table today. Um, but tell me, Helen, what is your, who is your celebrity hot pass? I think mine is a bit too classic, but... See, I don't trust. I don't believe that. Mm. Ryan Gosling. You're the second person. Mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling came on the podcast before. I think it was, I think it was my second guest, Caro, who said that. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to, do you feel like explaining? <laughs> Do I have to? I mean, no. Well, I I don't know if he's the. It's not so much of what he looks like, which normally tends okay. to be for people. But he's like he seems very charming. Yeah, and uh, he likes, you know, Spanish and. <laughs> He likes Spanish women and that's the selling point for him. like the closest. <laughs> it's like close enough. Close enough, yeah. No, I don't know. Um, he seems very charming and mm. that really, yeah. that really gets me. He's really funny, but like silly yeah. funny. I yeah, like but he's that. also, he has this like, have you seen the Oscars trailer mm-hmm. with him? Oh, you should no. watch it. Yeah. The Barbie one. Yeah, where, with Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. It was yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's really good. It's really good. And the social commentary on that is also really good. So like, watch it for sure. <laughs> I want to. Oh my God. Okay. Um, I want to, I want to get straight into the episode. So I'm like kind of contemplating if we should skip unpopular opinion. Because I have, so, we have so much to talk about. I so many unpopular opinions. Oh, so <laughs> many, and I feel like there are so many unpopular opinions in this room. Okay, let's do this. We're going to do a, a flash round unpopular opinions with you too. No explanation. Okay, go for it, Irene. Missionary is the best position. Boom, unpopular opinion. <laughs> I can't, I don't know. Literally don't know. You must have like a popular opinion. Um. <laughs> no? No. Okay. Oh, let me think about it. How long? <laughs> for, for the rest of the podcast. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna, after this, we're gonna make a cut and then you just say no. Okay, wait, wait for 10 seconds. Okay, Helen, your unpopular opinion. No. <laughs> no unpopular opinion. Nope. Okay, we take it. We take it. Okay, guys, Um, before we get into our topic, is my sex life boring? I wanted to talk to you about something because this has come about my For You page on TikTok quite a lot and I'm quite frankly scared. Um, have you heard that Gen Z is bringing like millennial fashion trends back? <laughs> but, like, I mean, they have always been, right? They have always brought that back. You know what's back? What? Capri pants. Oh, my God. oh, why? Oh. That's my, that's exactly my question. I was like, why would we want to bring that back? And like one, f- they bring it like ironically. No, <laughs> have you have you been to an Urban Outfitters uh, Outfitters lately? No, I have, I stay away from boleros. 
bolero jackets, what capri pants, and then also cargo capris. Like, excuse me, like your mom wants those back in like two thousand six. <laughs> what? Why? I. Mm, I feel like you have an opinion. <laughs> no, I just had a flashback. Did um, you wear them? <clears throat> no, I don't. I actually. You never wore capri pants. I'm too short for them. Alexa. Oh, too me too. For them. Me yeah, too. I'm the, I'm they the, just uh, look like normal pants. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're like, I don't have a problem with this trend coming back because finally pants fit Myself. me again. <laughs> no, I had them and then they were always paired with like ballerinas. That's oh, my wow. unpopular. I don't know if it's. Oh. I found someone who likes ballerinas nowadays. Like I used to wear them all the time. Sure. Back then. We all like, went through that. Yeah, let's like let's be real. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't our best move fashion wise. But yeah, yeah, and that's like literally when I saw that Gen Z is bringing like also low rise pants. Yeah, I I'm really I can, I'm really sad about that because you now are. I do not. I, I like the the very high waisted ones <laughs> for yes. that reason. Especially getting older, I feel like yeah, I like them. It made me feel more comfortable. Yeah, why is this happening? I don't know. I don't want it to come back. You said high. You said low rise pants. You dig them? I yeah, not for me. I (laughs) I like to to cover my kidneys. (laughs) I can I can hear my mom. It's like wear an undershirt. It's cold outside. But like literally, low rise pants. It's like they don't. They this is a hot take, but they only look good on people who are like very skinny, have like model bodies. Is it the one? Are they also wearing it with the knickers strings coming out on the side? That sides? is, yeah. Oh I actually gosh. that. Mm. If it's like, I saw a friend of mine at my birthday. Actually, mm-hmm. she wore this and it looked so fucking cool mm-hmm. with this with a skirt. I was like, damn! I wish I could do this, but I I don't know. Not that I couldn't do it, but I just wouldn't. And I'm just like, I think for special for occasions. <laughs> what are special occasions? Your birthday. My birthday yeah. uh, <laughs> next year. Okay, I'm gonna wear that. I wouldn't rock up at work with that. Why? Um, <laughs> <laughs> do we have to spell that out? <laughs> no, but um, yes. Um, so this is my um, official plea. Please, I beg of you, Gen Z, don't make us repeat those trends. I promise you in, let's say, 10 to 15 years, you will also look back and be like, what did we do? So as a learn from us, learn from us, learn from our mistakes as a zillennial, as like with my with my fellow zillennials. Millennials? <laughs> Millennials and Zillennials. So Zillennial is like, it's a, it's a sub-genre basically. So um, 1992, my the year I was born, it's like the last one. It's like 1992 to 1997 or 8. It's like the, the group of people who are like, it's like they're millennials, but they still get the into, cusp. yeah, they're on the, on the cusp if you want to go astrology. Um, they're like they got on the cusp of, they, we still... It's so hard to explain it. Sometimes I'm like, I need more notes. But um, it's basically, we still know what it was like to be in the 90s as a millennial. And we grew up with not having internet for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then we were like the first the first generation, the first years to experience the rise of the internet mm-hmm. and just having like dial-in internet and all that. But so we also got into Gen Z territorial. like Okay, yeah. so... Therefore, zillennials. Zillennials. So we are the transition yeah, generation. Exactly. Okay. Which the transits. Yeah. The transits. <laughs> the transits. Okay. Let's uh, cut off. Have you heard this at this point? Because I want to get into our 
on our um, topic for today. So again, our topic is, is my sex life boring? Uh, first of all, um, I don't even know how to get into this topic because I feel like we already have gotten into it so much. But in this episode, it's not only, we're not only going to talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. We can sing, guys. This is okay. <laughs> Join in. Um, but we're also talking about like, what is boring nowadays? Is it boring to be in a monogamous relationship? Is it boring if you're straight, if you're heterosexual? Is it boring if you, I don't know, wait to sleep with your partner or your potential, your date, uh, if you wait until the third, fourth, second, whatever date? Um, so we're going to talk about all of that. So to get into this, <laughs> Guys, is your sex life boring right now? <laughs> no, One no. word answer. <laughs> One word answer. Yes or no. <laughs> and okay. that's the podcast. Exactly. So, I mean, <clears throat> well, <laughs> talk to me. You can start. I'll, uh, you first. <laughs> me first. So, specifically, right now, probably, I don't know. The answer right now is I don't know, because no, I'm not having sex with anyone at this moment in time, but I'm enjoying a lot of me love. Ooh, so I'm not bored at all with my sex life in that sense. And you made both, baby girl, because <laughs> mm -hmm. I got really selective, to be honest with you. I'm like, I don't know. I, what is our opinion on one night stands? Well, I, I am very selective as well. Yeah. But uh, I also go from very selective to fuck it. <laughs> fair. This Absolutely fair. <laughs> yeah. But like if... Uh, and I, I do. Yeah, it does happen. So <laughs> I cannot say I'm not with it. Like, you know, yeah. I, I don't like it. It's like, you know, I feel like when I was younger, I was like more into it. Like I could, I could rather... I'm, I'm a lover people like I need my emotions to go with it so that's why one night stands are like not my fave and I used to do that when I was younger but as I got older I also got more into spirituality I and I cannot believe that only like a little bit in and I'm already talking about astrology again and spirituality <laughs> but um, I really got into this mindset of my energy is like because when you're sleeping with someone it's literally like you're letting a part of their energy like enter you and just like be part of you and if you have someone who's not really conscious themselves that there's like I used to have this like when I would sleep with someone and the next day I would feel absolutely horrible mm -hmm. and then it would stay with me it's like this like this black cloud this like depression hole almost and I was like nothing changed like what's going on and it wasn't that I was oh my god is he gonna call me back it's not it's more like it was on a physical level mm -hmm. and then I realized it's like oh that person did not have good energy so that's why I got selective I got selective because I did no longer want to feel like that yeah and I think also at a really basic or mm, physical level, I think with one night stands, you just, if you really connect with the person and so I went through a phase where I was like, I'm just not going to have one night stands anymore. I am going to wait till I feel comfortable with a person. Yeah. And I kind of thought like, oh, it's going to take about maybe three, four dates before I know. And then uh, when I met my ex, I remember it was like our first day and I was like, yeah, I know that this person's energy is going to be good. Mm -hmm. I, we vibe and, and, and 
it was. So yeah. I think there's something about also valuing your own energy and recognizing what you're what you've got in front of you. Yeah, just like reading. I think it's gut feeling. Mm. It's a gut feeling. And if it's and the one thing I've learned in my 32 years on this planet is if it feels off, it's off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you feel like, oh, I should not be sleeping with that person right now, that person, I feel like that person needs to leave right now. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, let them leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, I've <laughs> this is like already into the episode and I'm already talking about this. Um, have you ever been hit with the with the with the phrase, oh my God, like if you didn't want to sleep with that person at the time, it's like, oh my God, I have blue balls. Yeah. Back in the day. Not, it's like, and they were like, literally, I was with someone and I was like, listen, like I, I, I by now have this thing where like, I'm, I'm going to wait for a couple of dates. I'm like, no, I'm not going to sleep directly with that person. Because again, if I feel like it, yes. But rule of thumb is I want to suss it out first. Mm-hmm. And so basically we were, he was at mine and then I was like, I didn't feel it. I was like, I don't want this right now. Mm-hmm. And then he got really like, like defensive. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh yeah, okay, well then I can also go home now. And I was like, what the fuck? And back then I was like, mm-hmm. I did not, I, I was like in this, in this space where you're like, oh, but I really like that person. I want to get to know them, but huge ass red flag. Mm-hmm. So, and then he hit me with the, yeah, like you just like, you were making me hot. And now I'm like, like, yeah, now I have blue balls and now blah, 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 blah. Oh, Elena, I have <laughs> Okay, please, please enlighten, please. Oh my God. Okay, this is obviously, I can only speak for hetero relationships yeah. because uh, I'm hetero, I'm straight, but it is a thing for women in hetero relationships that uh, there is an expectation from men that if you turn them on or if you start something you have to finish them off yes and it's just not okay and so you were right that was not the right person to sleep with no god I fucking hate this. Mm. And I and, and what I hate even more is that uh, for probably a couple of months, I didn't talk to anyone about that because I was ashamed because mm. I felt ashamed mm. that something's wrong with me, that mm. that happened to no one else. And then I was also kind of frustrated with myself because I did not set my boundaries because I kept seeing that person and that it felt really icky, like in hindsight. Mm. And like it all started out so nice, but like, you know, well... Didn't mean to turn this like into like a really serious conversation right now because I really was like. But I'm curious, what made you go back? I think it was just in that moment. I am. I was just like really. He ticked a lot of boxes, Mm -hmm. so I kind of looked past it in hindsight. Eh, Should have taught me a lot, Um, but like I thought, like oh, the communication is good and all that, and then suddenly that dropped off, and I was like, oh, okay, well, that is a big fucking pointer Mm -hmm. um, to that. That's not cool. And that's what I'm also thinking. And I know we don't have representation for um, homosexual relationships on at this table right now. But I'm wondering if it's if it's different, if it's different for, you know, same sex couples than it is for like heterosexual couples. That's a great question. Okay. We cannot <laughs> answer. We cannot answer that. But like, yeah. guys, if you have um, if you have an answer to that, please let us know mm-hmm. um, to bring this up to like a little bit. Bring this up a notch. Um <laughs> 
So when when I think of when I thought of the topic is my sex life boring I was also thinking about that nowadays there is much more like the the typical aspect of heterosexual love and that there's you know that that's like the epitome of like sexual relationships is being like is being turned around a bunch so right now I feel like every second person I meet is in a polyamorous relationship is that do you feel the really? same yeah yeah I feel like uh, being <laughs> going in and out of the apps yeah um every time it gets more and more okay to be using the non-monogamous um ways to to do things and yeah but i don't i think it's just an excuse oh it feels like just an excuse i can't speak for everyone yeah but it's it didn't used to be that much. And then suddenly everyone is. <laughs> it yeah. feels like anyway. And I do have friends who are in serious non-monogamous relationship who are polyamorous yeah. uh, for years. And it is a very different way that they see it to some of these people that I'm seeing on apps and yeah. dates and What's the main difference? Because I could, I don't think I could do it. I I cannot share. <laughs> sharing is well, not caring. Sharing is in this case. Sharing is not caring. I mean, in any other way, I yes. I can't really speak for them, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. for for me, what I got out of it is that there is still a seriousness and a commitment. Oh yeah. From them to these people that they are uh, seeing. Yeah. Uh, they still to them a very serious relationship is just more than one yeah. where some of the people that I have met that are in a what they call it ethical non-monogamous I, mm-hmm. I don't know how ethical it is <laughs> but uh, it doesn't feel like there is a seriousness it's yeah. just the way to say oh well I just want to see loads of people not. but that's a difference right there's a I feel like polyamorous relationships and that's the same thing as like being like because when you just want to see more people then I feel like yeah then you wouldn't get into a relationship right but they do have relationships okay yeah yeah truly yeah but that would be an open relationship yeah an open right but that's the difference then right or, but it can be poly yeah, and open yeah exactly that's yeah. what I mean um I I don't know the situation now but <laughs> they they were moving in with one of the partners okay uh which was very interesting to to try and figure out you know for me that seems so strange especially because you will be bringing to the house your other partners yeah so they have like I mean this particular person anyway so (laughs) I speak for everyone yeah um but they they'll be like a two-bedroom house for a couple where they have their own rooms to bring that you know other partners that to, is, so to me, that seems so strange. But you know what? I was just thinking it was like logistics. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> that's like logistics. Logistics. Instead is. of being strange, feeling like it's strange, I'm just like, that is a lot of logistics. I don't know if yeah. I if I would be up for yeah. that. But I do think there is there is a commitment there. Yeah. You know? Oh so yeah, it's, totally. It's um yeah. I feel like there there's a legit Yeah. Uh, you know commitment to those yeah. people um but i feel like people are using these um what would you say uh, this words very is know, it like loosely a, yeah in mm. apps just to yeah i used to own the apps 
I had deleted it all and I recently came back. <laughs> what made you? Oh. <laughs> Loneliness. No. <laughs> and you're, the you're like, the, the, the way, like you said, it was like, Loneliness. It was like, uh, are you sure that's not it? Because I can relate. But like, I felt that. No, yes. Um, I, think, I think it was just, I got sick of it. Mm. And then of being on there or being off it on it, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I went back a bit curious um, with a couple of friends telling me to go back. <laughs> I don't new, know. new people on there. <laughs> like, you're not gonna find anyone if you're not looking for them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but also there's like always this one guy that is like constantly on there that you see like it's like you know you almost feel like you have a relationship with that person because maybe you matched once and then he's and you're like oh thomas thomas is still here oh nice to see him i hope he's doing well i mean i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure they're doing that to me as well i know i was thinking the same thing because i was there and i saw all these people especially because i have my ratio very very little it's very based where i live you're like Show me all my the people neighbors. in like a hundred meters. I'm traveling, <laughs> traveling is not my fault. <laughs> and literally, I mean, like in London, you can call it traveling. Like literally, when I go home and like I go from my hometown to like one of the cities like close to it, it takes me an hour. If I drive an hour here, I'm still in London. So like, if you have someone long distance relationship, literally, if I Gosh. that's why I'm like, if you're living in West London, I'm sorry, we will only see each other once in a fortnight. Like mm -hmm. because like that is. Is, that is long distance yeah. yeah like and then it's set like it even seems closer when like the person you're seeing is in portugal shit you're like yeah but that, that. <laughs> that's like an easy two-hour flight <laughs> let's do that gatwick is only 40 minutes i can do that <laughs> it's true yeah um yeah i'm keeping my ratio very so i keep so obviously i've been in a relationship since like before yeah and then coming back but I'm single the people <laughs> that was there before. So guys, uh, single and ready to mingle. <laughs> we're gonna put Helen's we're gonna put Helen's details below for Hit your hit her up for your application. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, we're gonna have you heard about these? Like that's another thing, right? Like people get so creative with that's also why I'm thinking like is my sex life boring. Um it, it fits into the category because people get so creative. I saw this girl on TikTok and she did for the people on the apps. Well, like, let's say Hinge, Bumble, Tinder, whatever. And she created a Google form and the guys would have to fill out the Google form. Oh, wait. And I then she I went, that. that is genius. Is it? It's so funny. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's me. Like, I love that kind of stuff. But like, that what, was, you like the, the, the dedication, the dedication. Okay. Yes. But it feels like, but you can also what? suss out if the person. Many, I mean, I'm not judging, but like, it seems like so much admin that I don't want to do. You have, but then you know what? She just sends in the link and then she can just like fill it out. Like she can look at it. And, and I feel like it says a lot about the person as well, because yeah. then you can see like, does that person have a sense of humor? Because um, that's why I'm like, you could not pay me money at this point to be on the apps. Mm -hmm. I said that I think in the last episode, but like, no, I'm like, I'm done. I've been, I've been doing this since I was in college, with, which... It has been a while, um, but no, I'm not. Irene, are you? Are you on the apps right now? No, but I think what I should, I could share, um, <laughs> is that I did a stint on Field. I don't know if anybody. Yeah. What is Field? I've heard about this, but Field F E E L D is an app <laughs> for the 
sexually adventurous out yeah. there. Tell me more. Um, but I think this fits really in really well because that's when that's the point in my life where I felt the most like, wow, I am really boring. <laughs> so <laughs> it's I'm, for, I have the feeling I'm about to feel the same way. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, girl. <laughs> so you go on this app and there's a lot of, um, first of all, a lot of acronyms and a lot of oh, like. I, I had to Google so many. Oh my God. <laughs> tell me. You tell were me in field as well. Yeah. Oh God. It, it was honestly an education. <laughs> I am it is. so thankful because I know a lot of stuff that I didn't know now, but mm-hmm. I did end up, I remember in my little like, you know, what do you call it? bubble oh, that my, my blurb yeah <laughs> I'm here to like me like-minded people I was just I was at that point in my life I really wanted to open up my horizons um I didn't end up sleeping with anyone I just kind of met a few people and asked a lot of questions which was very enriching but yeah I I left field feeling like yeah I'm Wow. <laughs> okay, wait, now I'm interested. Like now now I'm like really curious. Like what were some of the acronyms? Because oh, so in the in the episode in the episode with Camille, I learned and he because he learned it the hard way. So he was um an Olympic athlete. So he would have like the diamond for him was like diamond leak, you know? And the diamond stood for like you're being paid to sleep with people. <laughs> and then people were messaging him being like, Camille, I didn't know you swung that way. <laughs> And he was like, what? I put what that way? in diamond. What way? What are we talking about? And like literally, yeah. And so like, okay, what what is an acronym that like um, popped into your head? Oh, this is not an ac- acronym, but if you're a unicorn, if I got that right, is that you are uh, somebody who likes to join in other people's... I think a unicorn is tends to be a woman... I met a man unicorn. All oh, right, okay. Because it's <laughs> I not, met a man unicorn. So there's more, guys. We're called, learning. It's called a unicorn because it's quite rare to oh. happen. That's mm-hmm. my understanding of it. Okay, wait. But what? I went on a date with a unicorn once. Oh, what did he tell you? Just, the, just that? I was like, what? Because that's what it said on his profile. I was like, oh. what, what are you? <laughs> what is that? Rock, rocked up with like... A horn on his head. <laughs> he was dressed as the unicorn. <laughs> that would have been such a game changer. Yeah. That would have been such a surprise. Like, like, oh, now I get oh, it. Oh, unicorn. <laughs> Some people have like goblins or tigers on there. It's just like, what the fuck is going on? That made me now, like, make me feel even, even more boring. <laughs> but you know what? There's I'm good for that. that. But okay, on the topic, like, mm-hmm. uh, how do we feel about one at sense and threesomes? Uh, not one at sense, threesomes and threesomes. orgies. <laughs> um... I've been very curious about all of that recently. Yeah. And there has been an awakening. <laughs> I haven't really oh. done it. But not yet. Not yet. Uh-huh. Um, uh, what was I saying? No, I'm joking. <laughs> She's backpedaling. So, no, okay. Uh, the floor is yours, <laughs> So with uh, threesome, um, I don't know how uni went for you guys, but that was some experiment. That is a, that is a, <laughs> that is a bold <laughs> opening. It's like, I don't know how uni went for you guys. Um, that was some experimenting. Although, because until my 30s, I was mostly in uh, serious, long relationships. Yeah. You know, like back. But um, at uni, that was one <laughs> time. <laughs> <laughs> that was a threesome that happened. Ooh. Did it happen? Ooh. But okay. it was like it. Was, I don't think I can count. <laughs> Wait, explain <what>? yourself. 
like, oh it was God. a threesome, but three we, people, stopped, we stopped midway. And that's like, do we count it? Is it half a threesome? We don't know. Can you go two and a half? <laughs> One of them left. <laughs> Halfway through. It was me. No. <laughs> Elena left the chat. Okay, okay, mate. <laughs> okay, Elen, go on. Um, yeah, so, oh, one of acronyms. Wait, no. Wait, wait, no, 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 I'm going back, I'm going back, don't worry. It's part of the conversation. Some of the acronyms. But the way, the way both of us were like, no, whoa, 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 you're going to finish that thought. Okay, okay, the one of the acronyms. trying to change. Um. So some of the acronyms is also like if the three sums are two men, one woman, mm, yeah. or two women, one man, yeah. or whatever else. <laughs> MMF, FFM. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, it was FFM. Yes. <laughs> but it was less touching <laughs> of the female. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> the female. So like... I couldn't say I slept with a woman, for example. Oh, okay. So, so it was more like... As yeah. that was... You were competing for the attention of the man in the threesome. <laughs> well, it wasn't that competing. It was just, I don't know. It was just That's why I think it really like, happened as much naturally, yeah. I guess. But I, I mean. If you if you would I'm do it again, that. what would be the combination? Um, I mean, I'm open. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> so not only do we have Helen's uh, contact details in the show notes, we're also going to put some acronyms in there. So, <laughs> oh my god, um, you can find me on field. <laughs> um, no, I. I mean, I. I don't think I would mind. Like as I said, experimenting phase. So yeah. up for it. Yeah. But it does seem like there's more. There's more. Um, no, administration of it. <laughs> oh, administration of genitalia. I'm more, logistic, I'm more logistics <laughs> with two men, I would think. Oh, Don't you? Don't you think? But at least the, the whole attention would be on you. That's yeah, what I'm I don't like. Know if I what, want that though. Oh, mm. yeah, maybe too much work. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> True. Also, I feel I like with know. men, like they're also, they always get like so, like, how many men want a threesome? But they only want it with like two women, which is like, mm-hmm. Shall we talk about So that? can we talk about that? Like, what the hell? Like, no, but um, mm. how about you? Have you ever had? About threesome? Yeah. Um, so maybe this is my second unpopular opinion. I am a bit old fashioned in that way. I, for me, sex is quite... Uh, so the idea I've, I've thought about it, the idea of, um, the person I'm sleeping with, sleeping with someone else, I find it quite difficult to, um, accept, I guess. So a threesome for me would be a no. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I stand with that. I just want to put it out there that I'm not having threesomes I hope you are I hope you are after this episode don't get me wrong there are going to be invitations (laughs) you put that out there (laughs) no but you know what but what I was just thinking about is I don't think I've ever talked oh I was ever able to talk this openly about these topics Mm. because I don't know how it is with you but I did not grow up in a household where talking about sex was like was like some 
something we did. Mm-hmm. It's, I think, I think I remember even like when I got, I never had the talk. Mm. Not really. Mm-hmm. We had like one biology class was like really weird. And I can not really remember it, but I know what I'd, I think it was in fifth grade, fifth or sixth. And then our biology teacher basically shoved each girl, like each one of us got like a package with like pads and tampons in there. Okay. Like I think condoms, I don't know. And then it was like, yeah, so um, this is it. Um, this is for your period. Um, yeah. Cool. Wow. Bye bye. Uh, don't have sex. <laughs> it's like because like in Mean Girls, don't have sex because <laughs> you can get you can you'll be you pregnant. Get, you get pregnant or you get chlamydia and then you die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's literally the gist of what we got as well. Yeah, right. And I never really talked about it. And I feel like even with my friends, we could not talk about it. The first time I really talked openly about sex was when I moved to Hamburg, and that was when I was what like. 22 mm-hmm. something like that which is quite late mm-hmm. and I feel like nowadays Gen Z is like so much more open mm-hmm. to all of it yeah and so I'm from what I'm I'm not the, not the only one but talking about growing up somewhere else yeah in UK I grew up in Brazil and everyone thinks you know as soon as I say I'm Brazilian as well guys go Ooh, and I'm like, so I tend on on apps. I tend to not put where I'm yeah. from, um, but you know, everyone knows in Brazil, like carnival. Everyone is pretty much half naked, ass and tits out. Yeah, um, go them. But I grew up with you know that that is a mixture of <laughs> being so explicit and out there, but also I grew up also in a family that you know. It, I, I was very prude until my 30s, basically. And yeah. then I discovered myself and that's why. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. After my 10-year relationship, it did become, you know, I'm going to find out about myself. And that's where I found out all these discovery things and wanting yeah. to experiment kind of things mm-hmm. and being more open, not saying that most of them did not happen, but yeah, um, being open to them. I think it's when that happened. Do you think relationships make us boring? Like, makes our sex life boring? It can do. Yeah. Um, I think it do. <laughs> At first, I guess, that in a relationship, you're so excited. Honeymoon yeah, phase. Yeah. And then, I don't know, well, my long relationship, for example, things did get very... <laughs> there was more other things and it's just like life gets in the way as well I think yeah. it's not so much of like personality or I think life and then you just get used to that and then use a routine yeah um so yeah I think in relationships that can happen so yeah. you do really need to motivate yourselves and really put in those date nights and you know I don't have kids but from hearing from friends and stuff as well that can be even harder to do anything so kids and an adventurous sex life don't really go together (laughs) 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 yeah no I mean I was an au pair and like I already had my hands full with like two taking care of two kids so Mm -hmm. I cannot imagine what that does to your sex life Mm -hmm. yeah how was it for you what is literally like um did you grow up like talking openly about Um, sex with your like in your family or so um I know well my dad 
Zero. Yeah. It was, it was not acknowledged. Still isn't. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> if you I are a nun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are a virgin. Um, <laughs> with my mom, I remember when I had sex for the first time, I went back. I was in Berlin. Um, and I went back and I told my mom and all she said was, did you use a condom? And I was like, yeah. And that was it. Um, <laughs> That's like, yeah. But with friends, the friends thing, I remember. So the second time I had sex, also in Berlin, I was literally in the bed with my best friend. Like my best friend was having sex with someone else and I was having sex with this guy. So you were, you went a foursome. <laughs> Separate experience foursome. I Is that an know. orgy already? That is an orgy. Well, it's I don't know. not mingling between. There's yeah, no, there was no mingling. It was literally logistics. It was only one event. <laughs> But I remember then it was so weird because we didn't talk about it. Yeah. And I've only really started talking about sex with my friends like in the last, um, yeah, maybe five years. And I what changed for me was going to therapy mm -hmm. and really exploring what sex meant. And, and also taking it, I think for a long time, sex was just the act for me, you know, the act of having intercourse. Yeah. And once I realized that there's just so much more, there's like self-expression, mm -hmm. sexuality, self-discovery, um, even the more like sacred aspects of sex that really changed. Yeah. Like it became more of a, um, a human experience of connection with someone else and mm -hmm. something that you can learn about from other people it's not this really kind of taboo mm -hmm. private or you know you're just smashing organs yeah. together for a bit yeah. and then that's yeah. it it became much more than that and mm -hmm. so for me my training and and, and having therapy really changed mm -hmm. that do you sorry no go for it. do you think is like being I mean I can only speak for being women so yeah. I don't want to you know, exclude anyone. But do you think being women growing up, because I had like, it's the same on the um, being told that you shouldn't have sex and sex almost becomes, it's just to please the man. Oh, yeah. Or just to, you know, when you're married and mm -hmm. it's just for that to procreate, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> also, yeah, yeah. And it was always yeah. sex for me was a long time, something that um, I didn't know if I was supposed to enjoy because there was always the fear of getting pregnant because yeah. I feel like the first thing that mm -hmm. was hammered into my mind mm -hmm. was literally like, don't get pregnant, mm -hmm. don't get pregnant. So I used to have a real fear of being intimate with someone. Even yeah. when I was in a, in a committed relationship, there was always the fear of like, oh, what if I get pregnant? Mm -hmm. Like literally now. I was like, I'm a 32-year-old woman. It would not be bad if I got pregnant now. <laughs> but like, it's like, it's literally, it's like, oh my God, oh my God, what if, what like, what am I, what are others going to say? And they're probably going to say like, congratulations. Like yeah. the other day, my, my, um, my gynecologist, like I was, I was talking to him because I want to get rid of my IUD mm -hmm. and, um, go fully non-hormonal because yes, I just got like a, I just got like a pat on the knee <laughs> by Irene. <laughs> like, thumbs up. Thumbs yeah. up, girl. Um, but yeah. And then <laughs> I was like, yeah, I would love to get it removed because it's five years now. Um, by the way, got it just because of a guy back then Same. that I that I broke up with um mm -hmm. an, a month later oh. 
because I couldn't do long distance. Um, yeah, but that's another story. Um, but literally he said to me, he's like, yeah, it's a good idea because if you like, you wouldn't want to have it in, um, for another five years. I mean, you're 32, so you're probably going to want to have kids now. I'm just like, I'm not going to open that can of worms. I'm not going to go into that situation. And that's the thing I feel like with, and he's a man. And but I got this from my female uh, gynecologist as well. I had that as well. And obviously I'm a little bit older. Yeah, but like, no. But uh, egg freezing. I am on that side of the 30s where people are asking me. Do you want to freeze For like more extreme measures of. I was like, what if I don't want to have children? No one's asking me that question. Exactly. First of all. Yeah. But, you know, which could be irrelevant, but is why yeah it seems like I'm very aware yeah of my age and what happens now yeah I don't need uh, a doctor <laughs> to kind of like be all doing yeah exactly yeah yeah. Mm. yeah yeah do you guys want do you want a really funny story like to our topic on like you know like being <laughs> having our like sex capates <laughs> to yeah. use like a very very 2000s words or like 90s word even mm-hmm. um it wasn't a sexcapade, but I can remember <laughs> when I first learned about orgasms um, that I was like, so I was in ballet. I did ballet. So we were a bunch of girls and there were a couple of older girls as well, like two, three, four years older than I was. And they watched a lot of Sex in the City and they talked about it and they were mentioning orgasms. Me being a, I don't know, I was like maybe 13 Mm. 12 13 mm. something like that no idea what it was i was on my mom picked me up from the dance recital we drove home and i and i can vaguely remember it i don't even know what she responded but i asked it was like mom so lauren um that other person they were lauren deborah they were talking about an orgasm what is an orgasm <laughs> <laughs> and i have no idea i like to this day i'm like scared to ask my mom what she said to me because i'm still <laughs> no, like do no i was oh sorry do you not remember no i cannot remember i think i purposefully like deleted that memory out of my out of my my mind because I was mortified. Like I never talked to my mom about anything like that. Nowadays we have a relationship where I would still not talk to her about my sex life. Um, but I, we would talk about like when I would go on dates and then she would be like, Oh, tell me, how was it? And I was like, yeah, it was okay. She's like, no, not worth it. Don't do that. And I was like, oh, cool, mom. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, that was like a story where I'm like, holy shit. Also, can we talk? Um, can we agree that the first time is never good? Oh, no. Uh-huh. Like, no, it's never good. Or no, we cannot agree. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no it's, it's never good. good. I mean, it hurts. Also, it's like not enjoyable. No. It's like no, no it's one like, knows what they're doing. No. It, it must not be that enjoyable for them either. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Oh, no. If there was a man, yeah, we could ask. Oh, my God. Yeah, we can't oh, speak that's for them, listening. But I can't do speak think there's a lot of like, be nervous and also there's a lot of like adrenaline it's always very quick quick. yeah but they don't (laughs) clench up if they're nervous that is true they don't get like there is is definitely how old were you guys 18 uh i was 15 i think i was 16 yeah i was with a i had a boyfriend for like four years yeah no maybe less three four years um and we only broke up because i moved to the uk Maybe we would have been together oh my forever. God. Like, I don't know. Aww. 
If you hear, if you're listening to this, no, he's married with. Oh my god! Oh, don't. Okay, if you listen to this, don't. Don't. Okay, Helen moved on. She's like, she doesn't want to be with you. We're gonna get, like, what did we say? We're either going to get cancelled or viral? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I think when I think about it now, I think I just wanted to, I wanted to get over it. I wanted to get over it. Like yeah. I, I, because I feel when I was, when we were teens, I think like there was an expectation of having, of losing your virginity very, very early. Yep. Whereas nowadays, I know a lot of people that are, that are Gen Z or Zillennials that waited longer, that had their first time at like 20, 21. You know, when you're like, when you know a little bit more about what you want, because let's be honest, at 15, 16, or even 18, we like, no, I no, would I not. I just wanted to get rid of the, like, I just wanted to do it, get it yeah, over with. That was the stigma, isn't it? That being, being boring. Yeah. But mm. I think there is more information now and people talk about it more. Yeah. So they can make informed decisions yes. now. Where I don't think we had, oh, I definitely, I mean, I'm not saying my parents didn't tell me, but they there was definitely a censored yes. education. Oh, yeah. It. There um, wasn't an education. Yeah. I did not like, yeah. yeah. And coming from a Catholic uh, family <laughs> that was a lot yeah. of like no 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 basically sex is a sin mm. yeah you only do it to you know procreate yeah, yeah. so there was a lot of that to me. fulfill your even, feminine duties yeah. and even today talking about experimenting and all that there's such a guilt yeah that you know you carry with that yeah um, that's really hard to think. Yeah. We are allowed to do that. It's fine. Yeah. And I, and I don't think I've ever heard this from like, I have three brothers. Like mm -hmm. I don't really talk to them about sex. Thank God. Um, <laughs> but I don't think they want to know. So if you're listening to this podcast until now, like, hey, <laughs> trooper. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, but I don't know. It's I don't think for men it's the same. I don't think it's it's such oh, a no. taboo thing. No, yeah. The more the merrier. The more the merrier. No, They're like studs when they do it. Yeah. And we're like sluts, sluts and studs. Oh my God. Is that <laughs> Oh, sluts and studs. But, <laughs> but do don't you, you think like, sorry. no, go on. Sorry. No, we're just Go for it, say. Irene. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I was just going to talk about like the, the fact that, for example, men will talk about jerking off to each <gasps> other and like, God forbid women talk about masturbating to each other. You know, when the topic of masturbation was like really big in my friend group, mm. COVID. What? Uh, yeah. You know why? Because at the beginning of, of, at beginning of the lockdown in Germany, I think we were quite late to the party. Like I think everyone else was already like, nope shut this down um but i know that we have websites in um in germany for sex toys and all that so one of them is ice and i know that all of my friends we were like on a joint like whatsapp group or like on and we're like exchanging recommendations we're like okay which ones are you getting because they're having like a sale right now because they <laughs> knew and i feel like i i think i remember the stat that the sex toy industry grew by 200 <laughs> percent during the or like even more during the um during okay. the pandemic yeah. because people were stuck at home and then you have a lot of single girlies mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then of course and then I I, I still remember I got like <laughs> so I was like putting like my in, into my into the um ah, the card into my online shopping cart and I was like and this this is also nice and then of course you know did you also get a satisfier have you ever tried that one no Oh, that was that it's a suction 
Oh, that vibrator. No, now everyone's using like the rose, mm-hmm. which I'm very intrigued. I'm very intrigued. But also I heard that the suction vibrators, like that they can stim- like overstimulate your nerves so that it's like you no longer feel as much after if you use it too often. So that kind of like put me off it. Yeah. Is this a study? I is don't. This one of those, <laughs> if you <laughs> masturbate too much, you'll go blind. <laughs> probably that no I don't know I I actually I feel like I heard this on a on a podcast somewhere as well but I don't know if it's a study so that is just um very dangerous like half knowledge um so but yeah that was the first time that um like masturbation was like on like was on the table like Mm -hmm. and and that and I'm still to this day I'm like I don't know would you pick would you pick toys over doing it yourself yes helen oh i don't yes no <laughs> no I'm, I'm also no because i, I think feel, it's a no it, for me it goes too fast sometimes <laughs> my mom's like i like to just like drag it out <laughs> you can with I twins think, too i think it, i think it That's really true. depends what you want yeah to be honest Have i'm you, very i'm very of how my moods yeah how do true. I feel that day yeah um and I prefer no toys yeah normally yeah but yeah there are times in yeah days that, yeah that's helpful <laughs> okay tell me tell us yeah. your yeah. your perspective Irene <laughs> Okay, without going into my life story yeah. too much, but <laughs> no, um, I've overshared already. <laughs> oh, guys, <laughs> no overshare. No, really I feel like I feel like we need, this is going to be a longer podcast this time. <laughs> I, I feel it. Like I mean, we're already at the one hour mark. So <laughs> he said, "No, we should keep it short. <laughs> we should keep it short, guys." Today, you know, like forty-five to like fifty minutes. Who who was I kidding? Like seriously. Okay, sorry. Go. Let's go yes. into your life story. Yes. <laughs> let's go into my no. I so. This is linked to orgasming. Uh, I only orgasmed in sex as of two years ago. Mm -hmm. No, sorry, last year. And so with sex toys, for me, it was such an important step because I could never make myself come. Mm. And then once I started with sex toys, I realized I could. So that's where I'm coming from. If I do it myself now without sex toys, it takes me like 20 to 25 minutes which sometimes first of all it starts hurting yeah um and yeah sometimes i just don't want to put in all that work (laughs) (laughs) you don't have that time no you're like uh, i'm on i'm on the clock um but you know what it's it's interesting that you say that because for me it's like the other way around Mm -hmm. as i for myself it's quite easy um but like I think I can count on one hand the times that I could just orgasm from sex. Oh, because it's like literally it's it, and and I feel like it's we have to break a stigma here because there's like for a long time I thought I was alone with this. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, why am I the only one who just can't get off by like mm-hmm. having sex? Mm-hmm. Purely like penetrated sex, mm-hmm. and then I talked to friends of mine, and they're like, "No, me neither." Like, I literally like I need to use toys or whatever. Mm-hmm. It took me a long time as well to, yeah. But now, hmm, I think that's why 
<laughs> that's why for me you guys saying of not having as much one night stands yeah. or I don't know what you want to get out of it but from discovering mm. and learning how to during sex yeah it became so much easier so much more fun and it's that easier for me yeah but it, it is the experimentation yeah of toys yourself and people to find out where you know how the right positions or but also being honest with it because yes. I feel like you have to really say what you want mm. because <clears throat> the other person cannot mind read but mm. also I feel when you grew up with not having the knowledge not talking mm-hmm. about all of this it's hard to to actually Have communicate yeah. Yeah. communicate what you want yeah. because it feels like there's still a lot of shame yeah like that that goes around that whole topic and being older I guess yeah that's yes. my experience um but having good partners as well does help even if it was one night stands yeah but having respectful younger guys <laughs> excuse me <laughs> if you're listening <laughs> We appreciate it. We appreciate you guys. Thanks, <laughs> Bill. I'm leaving this then. I'm leaving this. Um, uh, no, but like, let's let's talk about it because, like, um, no, but it, but it, it's true also that there is uh, well, having. I do find that having, and now days being older, some guys I still stuck on the the ways that we talked of growing up, not having a lot of information and not learning for themselves. And sometimes younger people, people, not, younger. not just guys, <laughs> <laughs> um, do have a more open minded as well. So they more willing to. I agree. Uh, you know, see what you want and, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, have that conversation. Um, and yeah, I learned to have more communication as well myself. Yes. So, yeah. I remember once I slept with this, um, this guy and we'd slept together before then complicated relationship. He had a girlfriend. And then Oops. when we, yeah, <laughs> when I, at some point we met up again and we slept together and it was so clear that he was doing exactly whatever it was that the girlfriend had a routine instructed him to do yes and and when it wasn't working for me he was just so lost and I think the idea of talking about Mm. it was so daunting and I think this also is a symptom of you know, the the kind of toxic masculinity yeah. and the expectation that there's it's two sides of the same coin, I think. The both the expectation that the man's pleasure is more important than the woman's. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and then also that if the man I had a partner who was so um intimidated by the 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 fact that I asked uh, us to use a sex toy because he felt oh I can't make you come with just my dick yeah. so he was and threatened he by threatened by a bullet vibrator <laughs> but I but 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 I kind of feel for him yeah. because for him that was like such an attack on his on on, on his masculinity and all mm. it was was me just 
wanting to share pleasure with him. And also like that, that is another thing. Like sex only, uh, it can only get better if you want to share pleasure. If mm-hmm. um, like, if you grow together, even if it's a one night stand, you know, like mm-hmm. if you share that, mm-hmm. it's like, it can only grow. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah. for that, like, of course there has to be, you have to put the ego aside. You have to put the ego aside mm-hmm. and all the kind of indoctrination mm-hmm. of like toxic masculinity like what a man should do or shouldn't mm-hmm. it's just like it's such it's sad that when that happens yeah. so like more like um the only thing I, I could think about while you were telling me this like with like he would he had such a routine what's the video that we watched earlier no it's not a porn not porn that's not the type <laughs> of video we watch no but hannah burner's bit oh, like, yeah. so like basically it's this video she's like it was a it was a stand-up bit by her and she's like you know this moment in sex where you lose the rhythm no <laughs> And you're like, no, 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 no. Okay, no. Okay, let's try this again. Five, six, seven. (laughs) When you you feel that, it's like, you're like, instead of like having this rhythm against each other, you're like going in the same direction. (laughs) Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. But but this is the thing I've learned. The thing that for me is the main thing in sex is you just... Gotta, you gotta laugh like that's that is the yeah, best yeah. thing it's like yeah. they enjoy like yeah yes, they're enjoying you gotta yeah the, the weird the noises laugh about it. yeah the yeah, weird noises exactly. or whatever and when you can laugh it's about fun. it it makes it so much better it's, yeah. it's it's really just weird or it's awkward when one person makes it awkward so when you can laugh about it then you're that good is, there's, weird. there's a connection in that as exactly well. yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I cannot. I cannot be with someone who's not funny. No, because I well, find myself no. very funny. So <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> yes, girl. I find you two very funny. <laughs> okay, guys, I have a couple of um, rapid fire questions. Ready okay. for it? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm never ready for anything. <laughs> it's rapid fire, then, so better be ready. Okay, uh, question number one: um, least favorite sex position. Oh. Um, okay, shall I start? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 69. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. I actually do not like to be on top. Yeah. Fair. Oh, I'll say mission. But I, I, it's not that I don't like it, but missionary is the least. Oh, oh. I love missionary. <laughs> It's like, I mean, it's, like, it's like you know what missionary is like a good white wine. It's like it's always <laughs> like. Of course, you don't eat drink it to like certain like what do you you don't drink white wine with meat right <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay this goes in a totally wrong direction but like I feel like it's it's a it's a classic yeah. let's say yeah. that like, so it does the thing I think it's very intimate done. I really yeah. love yeah uh, I'm I don't disagree I like it but I think I like being on top because that is when I find my spot mm, that's good mm-hmm. that's yes <laughs> I don't know why, but like for me, it's also like shower sex. You don't like it. Yeah, no, really like oh, it. You really uh, like it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it the is. Clean, but clean, be clean. It's like, it's like it's had nothing to do with anything else. I just want to be clean. <laughs> <laughs> to okay. be fair, I am quite short and most people are very tall. <laughs> so any stand up sort of. Position. Um, position is yeah. very hard. Well, fair. Okay. This. Okay. Next. That'll ra- be my least favorite. <laughs> so we got two least favorite from Helen. Uh, okay. Um, next rapid fire question, which are not that rapid fire, but that's all right. Um, sex outdoors? Yes or no? No. No. Unless it's a beach. 
oh, that's a no for me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, the worst place. To that's like literally the worst place. No, I've had you some get really sa- good sex, but like you beach. got sand fucking everywhere. Yeah. No, you go in the sea, but that's not the beach. Okay, that's then in the, the water. Sea. Okay, fine in sex the sea. In sex. <laughs> that's a new cocktail. Sex, sex in the sea. Sex in the sea. Be sure. Porn. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Wait, that gives me my next rapid fire question. Watching porn, yes or no? Yes. I've never watched porn. Never? Never. No. No. Good. <laughs> Good on you because oftentimes it's very unrealistic. I also yeah, like, no, I'm, it's 100% not like, yeah, and I feel like they're like, they, there were, there's like this one, it's so funny. So um, there's this website called cheeks.com. They do like, they, it's called ethical porn because like basically because they're um, the actors, the porn actors are being paid fairly and mm-hmm. the, the sets are very much after the standard and mm-hmm. it's all going. It's very it's very ethical, basically. Um, and I got a subscription to Cheeks by one of the managements that I was um, I was responsible for at my old job. <laughs> She's She was the manager like of one of our main talents and for my birthday she got me that. And I was just like we have a great connection. <laughs> and it came like so out of the blue because we never talked about that topic at all. I was like but I, I bet you she loves porn. <laughs> <laughs> also it's such a is this I mean is this such a woman thing but ethical porn <laughs> like yeah. yeah, I feel like that will be a whole other conversation, maybe another podcast. New episode, but, new episode, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's just like men wouldn't have that time to like. I'm only gonna watch things I feel like because it's for me as well. But they're good. Like, like they're, they're like, like there's... they're unrealistic. I'm not gonna watch that. No, exactly. Sorry, and that's stupid. the thing about those it, as well. It makes me grossed out by yeah. it. But um, if if I were if I am gonna watch it, I'm gonna yeah. watch something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'd like I'm, I'm trying to okay how do you have any rapid fire questions to that topic on that on the topic of is my sex life boring <laughs> would you go on field I don't think I would just because main reason not because I'm like it's because it's an app because here here's my here's my hot take I believe I'm not gonna find my person on an app mm-hmm. I think because I'm also also when it comes to my business, I cannot believe I'm bringing my business into a talk about sex. Mm-hmm. But fair enough, here we are. Mm-hmm. Um, because even with my business, I am better in connecting with people like face to face. I love making the instant connection, and so I can really just suss someone's vibe. Mm-hmm. And I have the same thing with the apps. I would like I don't mind the exploration and just being curious about certain things, but I need to see someone. And the whole texting before that, uh, I'm, a, I'm a great texter, by the way. <laughs> I'm just tooting my own horn like the whole the whole episode, but like hit her up, hit her up. Um, you find me on Diddy's Love Wall. <laughs> hey, me too. Thanks yeah, we to all. We all, I know. Yeah, we all on Diddy's Love Wall. Um, if you don't know what Diddy's Love Wall is, please go back one episode because I am explaining that. Um, but- this is my first callback, like my official callback, being like, listen to another episode. <laughs> We talked a lot about heterosexual relationships and sex. Were you ever like, okay, like we, we covered your, your, your two, your two and a half sum. Uh, 
<laughs> which I'm still obsessed with. Um, but like, was there ever um, a situation where you were like, oh, I might be more than, I might be interested in someone from like the same gender? I wondered. I yeah. had, I was curious. Yeah. Uh, but it, it never happened. I've never been attracted to a woman. So I'm um, straight. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, recently. Nice. Um, as I have had a few times where I'm like, Love I that. mean, I, th- I feel like I have always. Yeah. But never really realized was more like, I thought it was just like, you know, girl crush. You know, we'll talk about Literally, Florence Given put that in her book. She said, am I into her? Am I, do I want to be her or do I want to be with her? Yeah. I, for years, I thought it was girl crush. Yeah. And I think now learning more about myself, I realized that it's more to that. And I am more actually attracted, but have not gone anywhere or pursued or anything. Yeah. I don't know how to. Women are intimidating. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Or like, no, I am intimidated because for me, it's also, it's like, I also thought it was like girl crushes. Mm. And then like last year I was just like, oh my God, like I find her really attractive. But then again, I don't know if it was sexually or more mm. like intellectually. I think I'm intellectually interested in women as well. Mm. But then sexually, like, I don't know if I could see myself with a woman. Mm. it's like I don't know yeah it's it's this it's this this and and what I what I like about I was even talking about it is like that the conversation is actually something that's not taboo anymore because I know that that if my teenage self would sit here 16 year old Elena she would be like you are so fucking cringe you cannot tell this to anyone they will absolutely laugh about you and um this is going to be the ruin of our um entire existence Mm -hmm. they will not be friends with me anymore no, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because, oh my God, what if you're into me now? Mm-hmm. Oh, sad. It, yeah, it's quite sad. It's really sad. But I feel like we're now in a in an era. Yes. Where we can do that now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Okay, you guys, we have, we officially <laughs> crossed the uh, one hour, 14 minutes mark. Um, wow. You know what? I'm going to, how am I going to end this episode? So, Let's answer the question. Um, is our sex life actually boring? No. No. I also would say no. Yes. Well, <laughs> but <laughs> no, I think I think it's the control. It's yeah. not like I am not having sex because... Um, I don't know, even when I'm not having sex for like whatever reason is happening now, but it's more, as you said, I'm enjoying myself, being in relationships for years and recently learned to not be in them and learn so much about myself and Mm -hmm. learning a lot about myself as well. Being on my own is um, being great, but Mm -hmm. I do have my odd one night stands that you know my fixes <laughs> and that is fair that's absolutely fair uh but yeah because i'm looking for you know the the right the picky yeah. i'm picky so i'm looking for the right people i don't mm-hmm. even think you're picky mm-hmm. i just think you have your standards mm-hmm. yeah and like i feel with a lot of women nowadays um 
right now there are more highly educated women mm-hmm. on like in society than ever before. Mm-hmm. So we're not settling as fast. And there's a power dynamic that's kind of being shifted right now. Mm-hmm. And so we no longer, we don't no, like, and I'm saying this with like all the love to the men, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is not a hate on men. No, no. And still women don't technically need men, mm-hmm. but we want, <laughs> we want men. We don't need men, but we want men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so and that's, I feel like when it comes to feminism, that's also a common misconception where it's like, oh yeah, being a feminist means um, you don't need men. Mm-hmm. You blah, It's like, no, we don't need men, but we want them because for whatever reason, there still is an urge. <laughs> for whatever reason exactly. that may be. Yeah. But yeah, so I think, did you want to say anything else? Yes. I feel like you did. <laughs> yes. So like, please go for it. <laughs> no, I feel like after this conversation, the questions almost seems like it's the wrong question almost. Like, is there anything as a boring sex life? I think if you're, even if it's the most vanilla sex life, as long as you're enjoying it and having fun and still you know, f- flowing through that, whatever process it is, then it's never going to be boring because mm-hmm. it's, it's part of your life. Yeah. And if every, anyone makes you feel like mm-hmm. your sex life is boring, get rid of those people. I feel I say that a yes. lot here. You're I said a lot in those podcasts is like, um, if people are treating like this and that, get rid of them. Mm-hmm. You're not the problem. They are. Mm-hmm. Your life is as, but your sex life is as boring as your partner. And your sex life is as boring as your people and as your friends, quote unquote, make it out to be. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that is a very nice way. You voiced it so well, Irene. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. <laughs> Before we end this episode, I always ask my guests what they are asking for a friend. So does one of you have something they are asking for a friend? So uh, what I would ask for a friend is, do I have to be on a self-development, self-growth journey. I have so many thoughts on this, but I feel like it would absolutely, like absolutely just go over our time limit today. But I'm, I'm going to take this into the next episode. Uh-huh. I'm, 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 I might even do a whole episode about this. I'll tune in. Oh, hopefully. <laughs> okay, you guys, thank you so much thank for you. being here today. That thank was... You so much fun i hope for you as well yes, <laughs> i've learned so much yeah yeah um very embarrassing things as well <laughs> myself um but thank you so much it's been so much fun this has been an honor and a pleasure oh yes. my god i cannot wait for everyone to hear this all right you guys now it's up to you what are you asking for a friend what are the questions that you are maybe too afraid to ask maybe they're big and deep questions or maybe they're the slightly embarrassing ones that you would not want your parents or your family or your friends to know about so let us answer them you can send them to me at elena megan on instagram you can also post them below on spotify um you will find everything else in the show notes what we talked about today and and don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast because this really really helps us out to bring this podcast to even more people and to have bigger guests and you know all the shebang you can listen to this podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts um you will find us literally everywhere you put in asking for a friend with elena megan i'm your host elena and i see you and hear you next week bye